This is episode 12 of Divine by Jess Irvine, and today we're talking all about filling up your creative cup. Enjoy. If you are a creative being, and that is definitely you because I believe that each and every one of us is a creative being, we all have this capacity to create beautiful things in this lifetime like art and music and books and businesses and all sorts of things, but we are always creating. We are the creators of our own realities. To be human, living this human experience is to be creative We create when we design our days, when we choose what to wear, when we prepare our food, when we choose how to circulate our dollars. And as creative beings, we can often be so focused on output, what we're producing, our productivity, our achievements. And then sometimes we can find ourselves feeling depleted, stuck for ideas, feeling uninspired, often without really knowing why. And this can lead to frustration, to burnout if we keep trying to push and hustle to make things happen. One big lesson that I've learned on my creative journey is to pay attention to my cup. And by that, what I mean is, am I filling up my cup with inspiration and joy and play and magic at the same rate that I'm putting things out into the world? Or... Am I sort of treating myself like this machine, a machine that's expected to keep creating and producing without the conscious effort to replenish and nurture itself? There is so much inspiration and magic around us that craves to be admired and consumed by us humans so that we can put out work into the world that is inspired and magical. Yet so often we can find ourselves forgetting about the importance of filling up with this stuff. I can tell you from experience that there is such a big difference made to the way that I work and what I produce, whether that be podcasts or songs or whatever it may be, when I consciously find ways to fill up on inspiration. When I really take the time and make the time to appreciate the magic of this life, to walk in nature, to stop and listen instead of constantly pushing and hustling. This beautiful space is created for flow and my work all of a sudden feels a whole lot more divine and divinely guided. Julia Cameron, who authored the amazing book, The Artist's Way, which I highly recommend if you're looking to get more in touch with your true creative nature, She considers the inner artist living within us all to be one and the same as our inner child. Think about the things that you sought after the most as a child. Play, fun, joy, love, opportunities to explore your imagination and to dream. Your inner child, your inner artist, craves these same things to be dazzled and delighted by life. But we often lose touch with this need as we grow older. As we morph ourselves into the adults 
we think we need to be, we lose sight of our true nature and the things that we require to keep feeding and flexing our creativity. Think about how naturally a child creates and how natural it is for them to yearn to create, whether that's through imaginative play, crafts, making music, making and baking cookies. Children are so in tune with their creative sides because they see the world through these eyes of awe and wonder. They see the world for all of the potential and possibilities available. For them, it's all about curiosity and magic. And so I'm learning that when I feel depleted, when I feel uninspired, disconnected from the infinite potentials of creativity, I like to ask myself, how can I serve my inner child today? What does she need from me today? How can I give her what she is calling for? This process takes trust and it takes surrender, surrendering to what your body and soul and heart are screaming out for versus doing what you think you need to do in order to be successful or to produce what you think you might need to. There have been days when podcast writing or songwriting has been on my to-do list because of upcoming deadlines, but I've felt flat and I've decided then to tune myself in to realize that my inner artist really just wants to curl up with a book for a bit. I'm learning that honoring these calls and getting out of my own way, out of my own head is incredible because when I do, I often find that it gives me that life force boost and, and dose of inspiration that leads me to pump out a podcast episode or a song so effortlessly. And I have so much fun doing it too. Getting back in tune with joy and play and the magical way of doing things, rather than continuing to believe that it has to be hard and the process has to be linear and I have to push and hustle, I truly believe that our lives are a reflection of our beliefs. So changing your belief system so that it's ingrained in you that creating gets to be a fun, joyful process will mean that those beliefs are reflected in your experience. Even if only eventually, we can't expect beliefs that we've had for five, 10, or even 20 or 30 years. We can't expect that those things will just magically shift overnight, but we can begin the process of shifting now because either way, the time will pass. So we may as well begin that journey to be gathering more inspiration, uh, more joyful creating, and even living everything I'm saying applies to life as a whole, as much as it does to your art or whatever it is that you create or yearn to create. Often we can feel stuck with our creativity because of this really annoying feature of our brains referred to as hedonic adaptation. I talk about this a lot in the Science of Happiness series that I did a little while back. I talk a lot about hedonic adaptation, which is this idea of our brains getting used to things. It essentially means we get used to things. We can often feel uninspired or stuck because we're so used to the way of things being done. We're bored. We've adapted to the routines and the way of doing things, which does have some super helpful uses, this hedonic adaptation, when it comes to building good habits like eating well or getting a good amount of sleep. Because the more we practice those things, the more we become used to those things and so it becomes our new way of being. But when it comes to creativity, creativity, as much as it is a habit, I will say that as well, it's a habit that you can build and it's a muscle that you do flex, but creativity is 
can be much more unpredictable. It's about the new curiosity. It's inventive. And so we thrive well creatively when there's an element of mystery or surprise, when there's wonder and inspiration. And that's why finding ways to fill up our cups, to shake up the energy, to replenish, to gather inspiration is so important. It keeps creativity alive. It keeps us curious, full of wonder. It keeps the artist and child inside of you happy and healthy and nurtured. So today I want to share with you some ways that you can fill up your own creative cup, ways that you can support and honor your inner artist and child if you're feeling stuck or uninspired and you're in need of getting back in touch with wonder and curiosity and ease to drive your creativity forward. Number one is go for a walk in nature. Get outside, listen to the birds, watch the clouds float by. There is so much magic out in nature, so much inspiration to be found in the beauty of what is in the natural world. And going for a walk is a fantastic way to clear your head, to boost your happy hormones, your endorphins. Our nervous systems often get so wound up by all of the technology and the noise around us that we can become so frazzled and anxious and overwhelmed. And when our nervous systems are feeling this way, we go into that fight or flight mode. Our sympathetic nervous system is at play. So it makes sense that we get so out of touch with our creative nature when we are so overwhelmed by the noise of the world because we're in survival mode. And in survival mode, the priority is survival, not creating. So by getting out into nature, we can start to tune in with the natural rhythms of the world again. We can tune in with our natural way of being, the natural way of the world. We can breathe in fresh air. We can listen. We can relish the space that becomes available when we tune out of the noise and into the wonder and magic of the natural world. When I'm feeling stuck or uninspired or off in any way, the first thing I often ask myself is, how long has it been since I got out into nature? Nature is one of my favorite ways to fill up. And sometimes I'll even take my notebook or work out in nature. I'll just sit in the park and do some writing. Another way that I fill up my cup is by engaging with community, catching up with friends, playing board games with friends. We are so wired for love and connection as humans. And so connecting with those that mean the most to us is a fantastic way to fill up our cups. I often feel like I have a better grasp of who I am when surrounded by others too. I like to think of each of us as a puzzle piece. We are all unique puzzle pieces, yet we do all fit together to form these communities. And so when I'm around others, I get this greater sense of how I belong in the world, what I can contribute, what I can offer my community. And in gathering that information and insight, I walk away feeling inspired to create. On top of the joy that I get from being around others, that inspiration, I'm also given ideas of what I can create with that new inspiration. I could be having a conversation with a friend and I might mention a realization that I've had recently and they might find that really interesting, which may inspire me to make a podcast episode out of that thought and idea. Communities, friend groups are like their own little ecosystems. In supporting and nurturing each other, we help each other to grow and thrive and be inspired and to create. Plus, community gives us the opportunity to collaborate in all sorts of ways. 
Something else I consider when filling up my cup is play. How can I make my day more playful? How can I incorporate more play into my day so that I am left feeling joyful and light and inspired? Play comes in so many different shapes and forms, and it will look different depending on the individual. When you tune in with the word play, what comes to mind for you? What did you love doing as a child? What makes you laugh and smile and feel young and limitless? I love this quote by Peter Kelly that goes something along the lines of, we often think that play is a distraction from our greatest work, but play is our greatest work. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. Life gets to be playful. And often when I'm in conscious play, swinging on a swing set, shooting some hoops, making my meals look beautiful, I think of my best ideas. Life feels lighter. And so I don't take things so seriously. And in easing off on the effort and the seriousness, it's like ideas and inspiration just dance their way to me, just like I begin to dance my way through life. Another way that I tune into ease and fill up my cup is by tuning in with the divine. You might call it the universe, God, source energy, what, whatever you call it. It's about connecting with the source of love and energy that's ingrained in everyone and everything. When I tune in with the divine, I realize that I'm never alone and that divine guidance is always available to me if I'm willing to open and allow that divine guidance to make its way to me. When I'm disconnected with the divine, there's this feeling that I have to make it all happen, that I have to hustle, that I'm not being supported, that I have to create everything from scratch, which often puts me in this scarcity kind of mindset. But tuning in with the divine does the opposite for me. The divine is abundance, Tuning in with faith and trust and love reminds me that there will always be plentiful ideas to go around. And when I get into alignment and connect to this higher power, it's like I'm turning on a tap. I'm getting into the flow. It's like I offer myself up as a channel for creations and magic and love. It becomes less about me. I get out of my own way and it becomes more about what I can offer the world, how I can serve others. I believe that our innate purpose for each of us is love and that the universe, the divine, wants to provide us with all of the resources and ideas and creative energy to be and create and share that love. So when you tune in with that energy, the energy of love, everything starts to feel so much more guided and meaningful. I can feel myself rising above expectations and rising above what I think I need to do or need to be, and I can feel myself tuning in to this effortless, infinite potential. And everything I create from that space truly feels so blessed. I can hear the difference, a song that comes from a place of love versus a place of fear. And I can see the difference, a journal entry that comes from a place of love versus a place of fear. Life feels so much more charmed and magical and inspiring and light and lovely when we tune into that higher power and meaning. At least that's my experience anyway. Another thing I like to check in with myself about if I'm feeling depleted in some way creatively is, am I consuming too much, too much information? Am I overwhelming myself with too much noise? If all I'm doing is consuming, there's no space available for ideas to enter. 
for inspiration to land. Once upon a time, I would listen to one to two podcast episodes a day, but these days it's more like a few podcasts every month, if that, because if I'm constantly consuming other people's ideas and thoughts, then I'm not leaving space for my own original ideas and thoughts to come through. Space is incredibly important. Having the opportunity to listen, to receive that divine guidance. Your cup may seem full because you're taking in so much, but are you taking in the right kinds of things? And are you leaving space for that divine guidance to come through? Those ideas, those thoughts, that inspiration. And finally, one of the very most important things as a human being, (laughs) self-care, making sure we're taking good care of ourselves. When we give our bodies the greatest conditions to thrive, then creating is made easier. We're setting ourselves up for greater success and results with whatever our work is. To me, self-care is about consuming wholesome foods, getting a good amount of sleep, The the amount of hours varies for everyone, of course, but I know I need at least seven and a half to nine hours of sleep to feel like a fully functioning human (laughs) and moving your body throughout the day, drinking plenty of water, meditating and so on. When I set myself up with these great practices, greater joy and health is the result. And that state of being is optimal for creating and being open to great new ideas. Something else that you could try is taking yourself out on an artist's date. I think this is something that I probably mentioned in my episode about creativity a long while back, but you can check that out if you'd like. Julia Cameron talks about this a lot in The Artist's Way. It's this idea of taking yourself out on a solo date to gather inspiration, romancing and nurturing your inner artist. Maybe you could go to a coffee shop to drink coffee or chai and journal if you're allowed to do that at the moment, I'm recording this um, during the time of COVID or go to a park and read or go rock climbing or ice skating or for a swim in the ocean. It's all about filling up, making time to fill up on inspiration, consciously and actively seeking to be inspired. I would love to know what you do to fill up your creative cup. When you're feeling depleted and in need of an inspiration boost, is there anything in particular you do to get that boost? I really would love to know. So if you would love to let me know and get in touch, you can find me on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, My handle is divinely.jess. So you can find me on Instagram or Facebook that way. Or if you'd like to send me an email, my email is hello.jessirvine at gmail.com. I hope you have loved today's episode and that it has inspired you to go out and nurture your inner artist and child more. If you love what you hear, It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe or follow on your podcast app so that you never miss an episode. I bring out an episode every single Monday. And if your app allows you to leave a review and you feel called to leave a review and let me know what you think, then that would mean the world to me too. The more reviews and subscribes and all sorts of things like that, the more people that I can reach with this podcast and the greater this community can grow. So Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for following. Thank you for subscribing and reviewing and for your beautiful feedback. I hope that you will join me again next week for more lovely soulful chats. So much love and light to you. Mwah.